Hello and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. I am Chad Russell, co-host of the show, and that is Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. Good morning, Kurt. Morning, brother. I say good morning. When we tape this, it is morning. If you're just joining us, you may be listening as it airs on a Saturday or Sunday here locally in Louisville, Kentucky on WFIA, or you may be listening on the podcast after the fact. And either way, thank you for listening, whether you're listening on purpose or accidentally, we hope you will enjoy and uh, maybe pass this along to someone else. If you're just finding us out for the very first time, we are a show for men by men talking about things from a man's perspective. Now we know a lot of ladies listen and that's great, but we're talking to the guys primarily. And we talk about a wide range of topics here on Solid Steps and the, and the title Solid Steps came about is we believe that you as a man were destined to walk with God through Jesus Christ. And solid steps means that we are called to walk with God and take solid steps in our walk with God. And to take those solid steps, we need his word. We need other men. We need all kinds of help, us men do. (laughs) Because we're a mess. (laughs) A a really smart person says, not all who wander are lost. But (laughs) uh, when we're walking with God, we're walking in destiny. So that's what we believe here. And we try to do it in a moderately fun and entertaining way and talk about the things of God, the things you may not talk about. We talk about some sports. We talk about other fun stuff. But today, uh, we're, we're starting off something really uh, cool and interesting. In fact, uh, Charles Tremendous Jones, who is an uh, author, motivational speaker, had a quote. And his quote was, you're the same person you are five years from now, except for the people you hang out with, and the books that you read. And we're going to talk today about a book that if you said, okay, Chad, what is one of the most influential books in your life? Uh, This is one of those books. In 2001, I started to walk with Jesus in July. In April of 2000, that same year, 2001, this book came out. And I don't know how it got into my hands, but I read the book Wild at Heart. And it was a trajectory-changing book for me And a lot of guys can say that. And some people, it's a little bit controversial to some circles, but the truth of the matter is it talks about what it means to be a man. And there's a difference between men and women. And this book talks about that. Well, Chad, and and, you know, uh, when you brought up Charlie Tremendous Jones, uh, years ago, I had lunch with him or breakfast with him. Hmm. And I I poked him and I said, hey, Charlie, uh, now Charlie's with the Lord now. And he's, uh, but I said, Charlie, what, what are you reading? And he, in his incredibly animated, he says, that's the wrong question. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and he goes, it's not what you read. It's what you reread. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, and uh, so anyway, this is a book you read and you can reread it and reread it. And I have used this book numerous times when I've done men's retreats all over the place. And uh, Wild at Heart is uh, by John Eldridge is an awesome book. The, the subtitle is Discovering the Secret of a Man's Soul. And so we are going to just kind of unpack this uh, today. And we've got uh, two awesome guys. We've got Rich Shanks. Rich, welcome to the show, man. Hello, Kurt. We, we have known each other for 18 years. And uh, has it been that long? It has been, uh, yes. Yes, it It's has. been at least that long. Wow. <laughs> Dude, you're getting old. Uh, this hairless <laughs> is a choice. I know, yes. We're both hairless and we're 
we're challenged, but we're we're proud of it. That comes up on almost every show. <laughs> Always. If you listen to all of our 200 plus shows, at some point, hair loss is on the show. <laughs> Again, mine is a choice. <laughs> every, every good man comes out on top. Right. So there we are. And Bert, Bert Moore, welcome to the show. Well, good morning, Kurt. It's great to have you, brother. Well, thanks. It's and great. you, and you, you're, you're from Nebraska. Yeah, I'm a corn husker at heart. Man, that's uh, that's that's good stock out there. They say. I'm glad you had something good to say, brother. <laughs> How are the corn huskers doing this year in football? Ouch. Are they playing football oh, this year? Never mind. <laughs> oh. If somebody from Nebraska says that, it must not be a good year. <laughs> not, yeah, they've 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 fallen on some hard times uh, lately. But anyway, on to a better topic here. Uh, so Wild at Heart, you guys, first of all, uh, Bert, you've been married uh, how long to your sweetheart? Uh, 39 years. 39 years. Continuous. That's good. <laughs> to Carla with a K. <laughs> I hear, I, the, the word is on the street that the, the first 38 are the most are the hardest. 38 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Rich, you've been married how long? I've been married 27 years, and apparently I have... Uh, what eleven and a half more difficult years to go, and then, and then it's easy. Then it's smooth, it's smooth sailing. sailing. After that, it's it's awesome. Rich, you got three kiddos. I have three kids. They're no longer kids, but uh, well, they're your always, always yeah, your kids. three amazing young adults that live in my house now. That's awesome. And Bert, you got how many kids? I have four. Four kids. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they're all grown, gone. You got grandkids? Yes, I got. I got uh, the squirrel lives with me at the house. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got uh, one, five, six others. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Just don't get to see them near enough. Well, let's 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 guys let's talk straight into Wild at Heart. You guys have been leading a retreat called Wild at Heart. How in the world did you guys get started with that, Bert? That that began with you. Well, this started uh, probably. I want to say nine years ago up here at uh, the church New Song Christian Fellowship. And uh, we just, we read the book. Uh, by the way, the first time I read the book, I pitched it across the room. Same. I, I hated the thing about every man has a wound. Mm. And uh, that, that was a showstopper for me, you know, because I thought I was raised in a good home and all in my father wound thing. But once I got to look and I thought, this is something I need to pick back up and look at. So then uh, uh, my pastor, my senior pastor, Jeff Lamont, he come to me and he says, uh, let's throw a retreat for these guys like like they do in Colorado. You know, it'll be dumbed down some, but uh, let's do this. And we did it and we started then. And man, the, the unpacking of who we are as men and where we're going to head and all these different things that the culture has tried to to suppress in us has been exciting to unpack. And personally for me, it's just been a revelation every time I go something new that God brings up in me. That's awesome because, um, so you've been doing this for a number of years. Yes. And Rich, you you got jumped in when? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I was at the very first one that you all did, yeah. but uh, I was at the second one as a participant. And, uh, you know, like Bert, the first time I read this book, I just, I thought the guy was crazy. Um, and then, you know, as I began to unpack my own stuff and uh, you know, listen to somebody there at the church invite me along to uh, the first or second, I guess, Pure Desire conference, uh, it really changed my life. I began to see, you know, the effects of the wound in my life. And, um, uh, and so I wanted to be a part of that in a bigger way. And we're, we're going to talk about wounds in the uh, later segment, 
But so, but what, what, when, when you went to that first retreat as a participant, Rich, what, what was it? There was, God was scratching an itch in your soul. What was that? Uh, are you asking me what my wound was? Um, sure. Yeah. So, you know, I think um, in that first uh, pure desire retreat, the wound that really came out for me was just uh, this desire to be validated. Uh, and I sought that validation in the wrong places, right? It was very much about uh, wanting men to think that I was, uh, or, or to find my validation from other men, whether that be that they thought I was successful or funny or whatever it was. I just, I wanted that acceptance. I wanted that validation. And um, it was very clear that I was seeking that in the wrong place. And so as you're seeking it in the wrong place, you go to this retreat and God is beginning to open your eyes to something you've never really seen before. Correct. Yeah. It was really that, um, you know, my validation lies in my relationship with Jesus Christ. And I know that sounds like a Sunday school answer, but, you know, when the Lord shows up and he really begins to talk to you about who you are and, you know, the name that he's given you, um, you begin to see a picture that's different. And, um, you know, as I began to explore that picture, I began to realize that that validation that I was seeking, I already had, right? And, and it came from a, a source that, um, you know, it was none of the men that were sitting around me. Uh, it was the God that I'd had in my heart, you know, my whole life. I mean, you, you trusted the Lord as you know, years and years ago, but so many times the enemy of our souls, once that's not enough. We, your identity is not in who, who we are in Jesus Christ. Your identity is if other men ap- ap- applaud you, if other men accept you, if other men give you validation, that's that's when you're really the key. All right. That's what our culture tells us, right? And, and that's a lie from the pit of hell. Absolutely. Wow. And Bert, what? But, I, but that'll be a fight we'll have our whole lives through, fighting for that significance. And if you, we can ever establish that that, that fight comes is settled with Jesus Christ and him in our heart, then it's settled. But boy, it wants to crop its head up continually. It's it's constantly constant. Constantly. And so we have to be aware of that so that we we can fight the good fight. Yeah. And we can live with courage and we can live as sons of the Most High God. That's right. Mm. That's right. So we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. In the next three segments we're gonna unpack uh, three really big questions that are asked or covered in Wild at Heart. And then over the next three more weeks, we're going to take a month on this book. We're going to do a book review. We've done this really a couple times. We're going to read through this book really for the next four weeks. So if you've never read the book, grab the book, Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. And uh, it's funny that you, these both these guys said that this really is one of those books that it either causes people to love the book immediately or hate the book. But that's probably a good sign that there's truth in there because it, it disturbs you or it makes you alive in a way that you've never maybe seen some things. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back, talk more about Wild at Heart on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are talking today about the book Wild at Heart, and we're going to cover that for the next four weeks. And if you have never read that book, it is an interesting book to read. Either you will hate it or love it or a combination of both. (laughs) And uh, we encourage you to to grab a copy of it 
and maybe grab another guy and say, hey, listen to this and maybe this, let this be kind of a field guide to walk you through uh, the overall 30,000 foot view of that book. And we want to thank our sponsors today. We want to thank LNN Credit Union. They're a local lender who helps partner up with folks in the community for their financial needs. We want to thank Bright Star Home Care. They help folks live independently or make that transition if they need. Uh, they have their loved ones who need some, some health care needs uh, in living in, in their own home. And then a new sponsor to our show coming up uh, from this point forward. And then in and out, we have different sponsors come in. But Dan Hart Financial. Uh, Dan Hart is a financial advisor. He, he hits the gamut. We'll talk more about his business and what he does. But he likes to try to help come alongside people financially in a from a biblical perspective and help spend their money in a wise way. So, Chad, uh, in Wild at Heart, uh, this this book is really a great read. He's not, you know, he, he's not a divine author like right. uh, like the Bible. Right. But I think we can learn from our brothers from around the country. And uh, John Eldridge is one of those guys. So, Rich um, and Bert. You guys uh, started doing these retreats um, to really help guys, men, who are going through life, and and so many of us, uh, you know, have bumps in the road. And Rich, in the break, you talked about a crisis that you were going through. Absolutely. Uh, So, you know, I mean, uh, the book talks about how uh, because we bear the image of God in our strength, uh, because we are uh, kind of stem of that victorious stock is what he says. You know, there's one thing we all know we're made to come through. And yet we all wonder, can I? Can I come through? Do I have what it takes? And so, you know, a good part of my life was spent uh, trying to answer that question and fearing that I didn't have uh, what it took. Right. I saw the men out there that I considered to be heroes and um, I knew I was nothing better than a sidekick, right? The best I could hope for would be to align myself with a hero and bask in their glory. Uh, I never had personally what it took to become a hero. And so I lived with this sidekick mentality and uh, because I, I wanted so desperately to be the hero and felt like I couldn't be. Now, um, what, now what, let's back up a little bit. Why, why do you think you said, I, I could never be the hero. I, 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 deep down, I don't really have what it takes. Yeah, I think it comes back to that, um, that wound, right? It's, it's uh, whatever that might have been uh, growing up, you know, I, 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 there was not a lot of that validation that I sought. And so because of that, I think I just came to the assumption that I wasn't good enough, right? And if, if I'm not good enough, then how can I ever be good enough? Uh, and certainly the heroes are good enough, right? We put that kind of value on them, and, and we don't see that sort of value in ourselves. So, um, you know, for me, uh, that caused a lot of pain. And uh, my uh, reaction, as I think most men, many men's reaction is, is to try and find something to medicate that pain. And that came in uh, a lot of various forms, uh, and certainly caused significant crisis uh, in my marriage um, with my wife, with my kids. Um, My wife and I spent some time separated uh, as a result of that. And, um, you know, I I think a big part of where my heart for men comes from and working uh, with men through Wild at Heart and various other ministries is to uh, teach them and and help them to understand that that value uh, that they're seeking you know, it should not come from uh, places other than God. 
Well, uh, okay, so I, I mean, at the at the time, you you had a great job, great job. You got had a great wife. You got three great kids, and the lie was, Rich, you, you still you're still you're still lacking. Yep. You, you still won't make it. I'm a failure. You are a you're a dud. Yep. Yep, that's right, Kurt. I mean, um, you know, you, there are always people who are more successful than you. And uh, when I looked around and uh, compared myself, and that's the key word, right? We compare ourselves. Uh, you, you compared up. Yes, always. And uh, and so when we look out at those people that we put such value on, that the world says, oh, these are the people we should value uh, because of, you know, and you add whatever that is, um, I didn't equal that in my eyes. And so no matter how hard I strove, uh, I didn't, in my eyes, measure up. And the question was, can I? And in my mind, the answer to that was no. I don't have what it takes. Maybe close sometimes, but I just can't make it. I just can't make it. Not on my own power, not with my looks, not with my size, not with my strengths, you know, whatever that might be. I mean, yeah, if you would have been six eight, you know, and a great basketball player, then you would have made it. Then I would have made it. And, and the, the, the job, you know, if you could have just made, a, a you know, another $100,000 that year, then you would have made it. Right. And that's the lie that you continue to believe. Absolutely. He got the promotion. And, of course, he deserves the promotion because he's these things that I'm not. And you wake up every morning, and maybe not every morning, but many a morning, you would wake up, and that, that little lie, that would haunt you. You're never going to make it. You're never going to make it. And because of that, then you began to say, well, because I can't make it, you, you get down on yourself, and you begin to say, okay, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some relief. That's right. And men turn to all sorts of things for relief, whether that be... Uh, rage or alcohol or drugs or pornography or, you know, sexual immorality, whatever those things might be, uh, you know, we all have them in our lives. Oh, wow. I, I, I really struggle with that being the end of the story for so many men. That really bothers my heart. Because if you've seen the, the movie Braveheart, mm-hmm. the third guy in the row has a hoe and he's ready to go into battle just like the guys in the front row with the sword. But he's so important. When I look across that battlefield and I see the depth of guys with hoes and rakes and pikes, they're just as important. The, the number of men that are fighting for the, just to be known, just to be seen, just, to, just to, for some sort of significance to be recognized in this world. And we've dumbed it down in every aspect of, of this life. And, and it's just so disheartening for men. So, so they need a brother to come in alongside them. They need a group, you know, isolators that they'll wander off. The wolves will dog them down, chase them down, and eat them because they're off alone. Mm-hmm. But if you stay in the pack, guys, the pack is where it's at. It's uncomfortable to be in the pack because the pack stinks, you know. <laughs> the pack, they bite on one another. But I'm telling you what, the strength is there when we learn to live alongside each other. So, so, and and that's where you got you two connected. Yes. A number of years ago, Rich, and you're in the middle of crisis, and you got connected to Bert. Correct. So, uh, our church does a, a thing called Freedom in Christ, and um, and in that, uh, they assign you a mentor, and um, you know. 
it's it's not going to be as clear here on radio, but uh, I'm a very small guy. Kurt, or, uh, Bert's, you know, a man's man. And so uh, when I walked into the room, you know, because of my fears, I figured Bert took one look at me and thought, this guy's got no hope, <laughs> right? Uh, instead, uh, Bert embraced me as he does uh, most men. And uh, he and I literally have been partners uh, every Tuesday now uh, for the last 10 years. And uh, I just, I really thank the Lord for uh, putting that in my life. See, when you, when you can take and look in the eyes of Rich's wife and his kids, what you see is a longing for things to be right in the world again, for my husband to get his ducks in a row, so to speak, for him to get back in the third row if that's where he belongs or move up to the front, however the Lord leads him. But she wants him back in the fight. She wants him coming to, we're going to talk, you'll talk later in the weeks about, about she's a beauty to rescue, and that's a, down the road, but, but that's what she's longing for. So that's why I'll take a guy like Rich any day, somebody that'll come with the pain to the table and say, I want to change some things. I know I'm not perfect here. Can you help me? And in, in what I do, I call it, and I'm careful with this term because I, I really respect fathers, but sometimes it's just refathering those that have missed a few pieces on the way through. Yeah, and, and because of that, now, Rich, you are going, how, how do, God's, God's used you, Bert, in Rich's life to really bring healing and hope. And now, Rich, you're going, how do I continue to be used by God to help other men? That's correct. And that's the direct, I mean, that's how these Wild at Heart retreats really came about. That's, uh, uh, so, so, Rich, when you started to connect with Bert and... How did he help you understand, you know, the, the question, do I have what it takes? Yeah, that is a great question. And once again, um, you know, Bert is every man's man. Bert uh, is the guy who, you know, can do anything. I mean, I asked Bert one time, how did you learn how to uh, fix that car? And he said, well, I just took the engine apart completely and put it back together. And I said, well, how did you know how to do that? And he said, well, I just put it back together the way I took it apart. That's not the way I thought, right? Bert is the guy who can do anything. And I, I certainly didn't measure up to that. But what Bert has done is uh, what I try and do now to other men. And that is just to kind of um, teach them that, you know, it's about valuing the relationship that we have with each other, the relationship that we have with Christ, that we are not about what we think others think about us. It's really about, you know, who we are in Christ. Yeah, I mean, because really what you're saying is what Proverbs says, he who walks with the wise grows wise. Yes. And you learned wisdom and insight and, and then healing and restoration really began to take place when you had your crisis. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk more about uh, do I have what it takes. We're also going to talk about a couple other items that John Eldridge hits on in regards to every question, some questions that men ask themselves, whether you're asking it formally or it's been bouncing around in your mind for years. We're going to talk more about that in the next couple segments on Solid Steps Radio. 